Welcome back to Co-Create Oneness. Namaste, everyone, and I could not be more grateful that so many of you are tuning in from all over the world to listen, learn, and evolve. If you're new here to Co-Create Oneness, welcome. I'm so honored that you've chosen to lend me your ear. I'm your host, Dan Wilkes, and you've officially found your new favorite podcast. This show is designed to help you revitalize yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Every week, I break down a major topic to help you apply wisdom to your life. Today's episode is very close to my heart because it is on a topic, a very difficult topic, that I'm currently helping my mother battle. Today, we're going to talk about chronic pain. You know, chronic pain affects the lives of more than 116 million people, according to the Institute of Medicine. That's over a third of the country. Chronic pain is a major problem in the lives of so many people. If you suffer from chronic pain, just know my heart goes out to you. I hope that what I say here today gives you some perspective that helps you better manage the problem. Have you ever slept too long and felt tired afterward? What about sitting in the same spot, holding the same posture for far too long? I can almost bet that sometime in your past, you have overindulged on your favorite food and felt drained and drowsy afterward. The habits I've just stated, they're all drivers of chronic pain. There are a few micro aspects I want to discuss. The first is developing a wellness toolbox. So, wellness. There's a few aspects. The first involves your routines. Specifically, your eating habits, your sleeping habits, and your exercise routine. If you are a sufferer of chronic pain, best dieting practices involve avoiding foods that cause inflammation. Foods like red meat, processed meat, nightshade vegetables like potatoes, tomatoes, and eggplants. Cut out your consumption of unhealthy oils and fats like shortening, margarine, soybeans, and corn oils. Keep the intake of sugary foods like pastries, cakes, donuts, brownies. Keep it to a minimum. High fructose corn syrup is a no-no. Sorry, my friends. If chronic pain is your problem, then the sugary sodas, energy drinks, and fruit juice, it has to go. To top off the list of foods to eliminate from your diet, I'm so sorry, please don't hate me, but it's a bad idea to continue eating white bread, instant rice, instant oatmeal, and coffee creamer, and last but not least, alcohol. You're going to have to make the choice between indulging in food and beverage that causes your pain or suffering from the pain. A change in your diet could very well be the path of least resistance to better managing your pain. 
Aside from the foods previously stated, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. General guidelines for eating habits that help diminish chronic pain include some really basic stuff. For starters, drink plenty of water. I don't think I have to remind you that 70% of your body is made of water. It's the element of life. Drink more of it. If you flip the coin here, make sure that your diet includes lots of antioxidants, such as strawberries, nuts, and dark green leafy vegetables. Develop a taste for omega-3 fatty acids. Tuna, salmon, sardines, these are all great sources of this. Oils high in omega-3 include flaxseed oil and canola oil. The good news for you lovers of mayonnaise is that it's actually high in omega-3, right? Last on the list of foods that help diminish chronic pain is vitamin C. Drink more orange juice. Whatever you got to do, it may very well be the thing that changes your condition. That about covers the diet part. Moving on, let's talk about some of your sleeping habits. Whether it's from back pain, neck pain, arthritis or headaches, chronic pain can make it almost impossible to sleep at times. But thankfully, there are ways to break the vicious cycle of waking up in pain. Best practices include using the bedroom for sleep and only sleep. How about going to bed only when you're sleepy? Maintaining a regular sleep cycle. Avoiding naps during the day. Watching your caffeine intake before bed. How about a little exercise in the evening to get you tired? The truth is your body attributes certain feelings in relation to your environment. So your bedroom is closely related to your energy level in this regard. On the same note, only go to bed when you're sleepy. This falls in line with maintaining your circadian cycle. Get your body used to going to sleep and waking up at the same time and try to eliminate midday naps from your routine. Get up and get active if you're sleepy. Change your physiology. A lot of the time, Simply changing your physiology and acting like you have energy will give you a boost. Think about what I asked you at the beginning of the show. Have you ever slept way too much in one day and for the rest of the day your body is sore and you have very low amounts of energy? There's a reason for this. On the other hand, if you sleep eight hours a day, this is a third of your lifetime. I promise you, if you work on training your body to fall asleep and wake up at the same time, it will help you with your pain levels, but it's going to take consistency over a long period of time. The third aspect of a great wellness tool shed is exercise. Now, I know what you're going to say, especially if you have a severe condition that limits your mobility. I understand, I promise. You might try and tell me, I can't do much, I don't have the time, I don't know any exercises, or I have this disease or this condition that limits me in this way, and I can't exercise. Heck, I suffer from chronic pain, right? Look, I empathize with your problem, I do, but you have to realize that those are excuses. That is the limits that your subconscious mind has set on you. The only limits you have are inside your mind. If you've been listening to the show for a while, then you've probably heard me talk about my mom's condition. I've been taking care of my mother since I was 15 years old. She is an amputee with no rotor cuff in her right arm and no shoulder at all on her left. She can't raise her arms above her head. 
She has scoliosis, rheumatoid arthritis, and osteoarthritis. If there was ever an ache or pain to complain about, my mother has a long list. And actually, I cannot wait to share this episode with her and tell her everything that I've learned from researching this topic. I mean, wow, we can really start to manage the pain now. So the key is to establish a sustainable exercise routine. For someone like my mother who can't raise her arms over her head, has one leg, and who has a very limited range of motions that she can actually perform, this task might seem dauntingly impossible. But what about just doing what you can do? Don't worry about all the things you can't do. You've heard me say it before. Don't focus on what you don't want or what you can't do. Focus on what you want and what you can do. Is it a finger grip exerciser? Is it a sit-down elliptical? Is it an exercise bike? What about a daily practice of push-ups and sit-ups? What is it? Can you sit on the floor and stretch a few times per day? Are you able to do beginner-level yoga by watching YouTube videos? Something as simple as sitting comfortably and maneuvering your neck, loosening your joints through small movement, can go a very long way. What about jumping jacks? Heck, anything to get your heart pumping blood. There's some type of movement that you can develop a routine around, and this just may be the biggest driver in managing your pain. Think about the Wizard of Oz. Remember the Tin Man? Remember how good he felt when Dorothy splashed him with oil? He was able to start moving again? That's what the movement will do for your body. It will loosen you up and alleviate some of your pain. Last but not least, your wellness tool shed is incomplete without a proper meditation practice. Meditation is one of the main practices that changed my life forever. A major influencer in the name of this show. See it from this angle. Think about where your focus goes immediately following a flare-up. Straight to the pain, right? Imagine if you were able to take your focus off of the pain and instantly onto something else. An activity, a journal, an instrument, right? Imagine if you, because of a daily meditation practice, were able to control the mood swings that occur from chronic pain. Think about your overall happiness, your inner peace. Have you ever stopped to think that a major player in your chronic pain is trauma? Emotional pain, pains of the past, aches of the present, stresses of the future. Pain comes in many forms, and I'm a big believer of as above, so below, as within, so without. Everything in your outer world is a direct reflection of your inner world. The more you work through your trauma, the more you meditate and journal and work through your emotional pain, the more your chronic pain is going to diminish. So if you hear my call and you see that meditation could very well be a source of relief to your pain, then I have something special for you. You can access a playlist of meditations that make it very simple to learn. This playlist is the same playlist that I've used in my meditation practice since my spiritual awakening. It has meditations with Jay Shetty, Tony Robbins, Wim Hof, Sadhguru, Dr. Joe Dispenza, plus beautiful tracks composed of solfeggio frequency music and binaural beats. 
to check the playlist out for yourself, just go to danwilks.com forward slash links. That's D-A-N-W-I-L-K-Z forward slash links. And click on Meditations Made Simple. Now, the next thing I want to talk to you about in regard to chronic pain is centered around ergonomics. Firstly, how do you pace your activities? How do you manage your pain levels at work? To better pace your activities and workload, try writing down the activities and responsibilities you have that require the most energy. List them out one by one, and then take the time to go through each and decide how many minutes of activity and how many minutes of rest you're going to need to successfully complete each task. Try out variations of the Pomodoro technique, which is pretty much working in increments of 25 minutes on, 5 minutes off. Try 10 minutes on, 5 minutes off, or 15 minutes on, 10 minutes off. Find what works best for you and stick to your gun. Hold tight to the process. Other basic ergonomic principles involve taking care of your spine throughout the workday. Keep a close eye on your posture. How are you sitting? Have you been sitting in the same rigid posture for over an hour? Get up and stretch. Walk around the office. Learn a few stretches that you can perform easily on the floor of your living room. Make sure you hold your devices up at eye level instead of sitting for hours with your neck bent looking at your phone. Put your computer monitor up at eye level to avoid keeping your neck from looking down or up for far too long. Make sure your keyboard tilts down and slightly away from your hands to keep your wrists, shoulders, and elbows well positioned. If you drive for a living, develop a habit of stretching for three minutes every time you get a chance to stop. Make sure that you frequently reposition your posture while driving. Keep your hips level and avoid bucket seats. Finally, my friends, for anyone suffering from chronic pain that is prescribed pain medication, or even if you avoid prescription pills and only take aspirin, you have to adhere to what the prescription calls for, to what the directions say on the bottle. Not only is increasing dosage dangerous, but it throws off your body's response to the medicine because your body will build a tolerance. So think about balance. You want to have and sustain a balance with your diet, exercise, your sleep, and your medications. Well, that's what I have for today's episode. If you love this episode, if you got value from what you learned here today, please pay it forward and share this episode with three people you know that suffer from chronic pain. Whether it's putting a link in your Facebook post, using the audio on your next TikTok video, sending the Spotify or Apple podcast link to a friend in a text message or email, whatever is most convenient for you, share this with three people you know would benefit from this. And don't forget, if you haven't already done so, take a few seconds to scroll down on the app where you're listening to right now and give the show a rating or review. I love giving shout outs to people that show me love in the reviews. You can also shoot me an email to danwilkscoaching at gmail.com to share your insights and feedback. Your opinions matter to me and honestly, your feedback gives me fuel. 
With that said, I'm going to leave you the same way I do every single episode by reminding you that you are full of unlimited potential and you have gifts that this world is waiting to benefit from. Go out and make it your mission to spread love and light into the world around you. I love you. You're amazing. And I hope that you have an equally amazing day. Namaste.